Hey everyone and welcome back to Breaking Bread. This is the Birmingham-based food podcast presented by two proud Brummies and food-obsessed mates, Liam and Carl. I'm Liam. Alright, I'm Carl. How you been doing, mate? Yeah, I'm good, I'm good, how are you? Good, good. Getting used to eating out again, you? Yeah, it's great, isn't it? Absolutely brilliant to be back out and about eating. Even today, today was the first time I was in Birmingham City Centre. I just called it town because if if you're from Brum, you know, town's town. Town's town, yeah. Yeah, it's the first time I was in town since March. A little bit strange on the train, like, I ain't going to lie with the, the face masks and that, but don't be a dick, just do it. It's not it's not like we've got to do a whole shift in the hospital or something wearing a mask, you know what I mean? Well, yeah, mask up people, it's not yeah. a problem. In fairness, a lot of, most people were, I'd say, 99%. Yeah, it was cool. It was cool to go in. We're recording this the Monday before we release this, so nice sunny day. It was nice getting into town. I went to Morridge. Yeah, you like Morridge, don't you? Yeah, I mean, we all know her story's brilliant. She's been on the podcast before, and we we went through her whole story. She might have to come back on again, actually, which we should do with her brother James, who's running the, the new restaurant with us, so... They're still in Great Western Arcade, but the trike's gone. But they've got this. I mean, you'd love it. You're into all like the 60s star stuff anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But just there's like yeah, like our new living room. Pretty much just all old art and shit like that. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's very fitting. Like uh, I think you and Siobhan would love it. I think it's class. But so obviously the uh, the porridge is still brilliant. What really impressed me was the coffee. Actually, best coffee I've had in Brum. Do you know where the beans are from? No, I should have asked. Actually, I'm gonna message her. Well, you could have made it though. Yeah, I should have <laughs> stored the beans. I've got some good beans at the minute from um, Crank Crank Coffee. They're not local, but they're good. They're not good. But yeah, their coffee is superb. They do like an orange blossom kind of one that's it's, it's so light. It looks like tea. It's light colour than tea. But you just have that as a filter coffee. Oh, it's delicious. And I have another one then. It's a little bit more darker, a bit treacle. Have that with a splash of hot milk, that's nice. Mm. Sold. It's good, yeah, it's really good. Obviously, we're in Monsoon, Stratford Naven, love them, don't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. My, that's the best one I've, I can get my hands on at the moment. For consistency, they're brilliant. Like, I still use them quite often. Yeah, got them through a life full of beans off Instagram. She knows everything about coffee and she sells their coffee for them, don't you? Yeah, so that was Morridge, awesome porridge awesome coffee so I definitely recommend you just get out there and try that and then obviously I went to Dishoom couldn't go into town not try Dishoom yeah you had breakfast didn't you uh, I just had the wrestler the wrestler naan again oh, yeah. what's Wasn't, on that uh, bacon sausage egg all in a nice freshly made naan bread even seen the bloke there making the naan breads which was nice chef there making them himself nice yeah it was impressive better than I remember I don't remember getting a Side of chili jam the last time when we went in London. I'd have to look at the photos. Yeah, I don't I think remember. I was just too busy knocking back loads of chai. <laughs> so no, yes. Oh, that chai! It is literally a hug in a glass. It's so you made warm. it out of the recipe book yet? I've made nothing out of that book. I do love reading the book. I've made loads out of the book and I've made the chai. You'd be surprised how much sugar's in it. No, oh, I'd only have it in the morning. <laughs> it's definitely a morning drink. I think I had three glasses of it then. So <laughs> I reckon you've probably had about thirty-six tablespoons of sugar oh, that's probably why it's so nice <laughs> but it's delicious yeah it is really good yeah the chilli jam on the side was a nice touch so where you been eating anywhere good yeah I've, I know we were literally just there but went to Harborn Kitchen for my birthday 
It's like every birthday, I don't ask for presents off the missus. I just say, right, let's just book a really, really nice restaurant. We'll go over and do the whole nine, get the biggest, biggest tasting menu and the wine tasting or wine pairing. I'm, I'm such the same as well. I've just booked a theme for mine. <laughs> oh, nice. And yeah, so we went there and it was... Like, I know we had all the bar food when we went last time and that was great. But I mean, fucking hell, it was so good. I mean, really, really good. Easily one of the best places in Birmingham. Atmosphere good in the restaurant as well. And you know what? You wouldn't have known if there was any, like, COVID issue or anything. Like, all the partition and the boobs and everything. The service. It all feels like that's how it probably always was. But no, it was phenomenal. If you haven't been, fucking go. I was really impressed when I went before, so... I haven't really eaten out many of the places, I don't think. I'm going to... I've got Simpsons coming up. So I'm literally just... The last few podcasts, I'm just eating at them again. <laughs> yeah, I always feel happy when somebody says, oh, I've booked the table based on your podcast with the person. You know, some, we had someone say it about Jamie, a couple of people say it about Luke. But I feel like you're doing it. <laughs> yeah, I'm doing it as well. Well, I've eaten these places, but I ain't there without Siobhan, so I'll come home and tell her how great these places are. Yeah, and yeah. she's like... Oh, I want to go now. And I was like, oh, all right, yeah. <laughs> it's no hardship. I'm like, yeah, all right, I'll go. I think it was the 23rd, wasn't it, where there was lockdown announced. And I remember the week before that, the, before Richie Sunak announced the furlough scheme and everything, I just remember being really scared for a lot of the independents and the restaurants that we know and love, mainly for like the reason that, you know, they all have staff and it's their livelihoods. Most of them are owners as well as like the chefs or managers you know and also because i was being really selfish and i was thinking jeez we might never get to eat at some of these places again <laughs> yeah. do you remember that time like it was so uncertain so, yeah it was it was strange wasn't it so last saturday i went back to little blackwood everyone knows how much like both of us love little Blackwood. i know yeah we've, we've nearly done a podcast about mentioning them nearly <laughs> i don't think there is one yeah so like i had a little moment when i sat in there there was a part of me who thought we'd I'd never be back there to eat again like when all of this kicked off so it was really nice chatting to ben and sophia and having a really nice time and the food was really 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 good i'd forgotten how good it was like it was incredible yeah i went just before lockdown and it was fucking ace to be honest i can't remember what i had now i think i had nice lemon soul that was nice lemon soul mine it's the, it's the extras though always with ben isn't it it's a little extra bit yeah, yeah man see the picture of the corn on the cup with the kimchi yeah oh. that was like oh, that's a great idea that was epic that was lucky enough like come as a portion of four it was two of us I need to ask him for his kimchi recipe I'm after a good kimchi recipe at the moment. I can't remember how long he said it's been sitting there so it's, been, it's been a long time it's been fermenting that kimchi but it was stunning so yeah it was. that was just it felt so good to get back eating at somewhere we love again and you know half the worry was that you worry about the restaurants that have always been there but imagine trying to open a new restaurant during all of this I know yeah it's got to be stressful worrying oh will it work will this work what am I going to do how am I going to get people to come in it's, it's amazing to think we're sitting here now talking about a new opening I know yeah and it, like it's all gone really well for him so far as well yeah so we're obviously about 670 or 670 Six, what do you say 670 Six. grams so we're talking about Cray Treadwell who we've had on before yeah. And he alluded to a couple of ideas last time he was on the podcast of what he was going to do, but I don't think this was in the pipeline then. But no, we went, uh, went and had a look around his restaurant and um, sat down in the nice pub next door and had a talk about his new place that's opening up, which, 
It looks sick, to be fair. It looks it really looks good. Brilliant, yeah. Yeah, it's really, it's going to be really exciting. By far the most unique restaurant in the city. Like, you see all the graffiti in the art that is that done. Yeah, I'd be surprised if anyone's seen anything like this in the restaurant. It's only like, what do they say, eight covers? It goes over it in the podcast. You'll hear all about it in the podcast. It looks stunning. Like, I can't wait. We're going in September. We're going in about two or three weeks from there. So. Yeah, yeah, we're booked in to go. But yeah, it was nice to sit down. He was completely unfazed by the whole thing. Just wanted to get his restaurant open and get cooking for people again. If anything, he was more relaxed and than I'd seen him in the past. Yeah, more chilled, oh. more confident. Just like it definitely feels like this place. He knows a hundred percent what the crack is, and he, he, he's certain it's going to be accessible. To be honest, I'm certain like the man can cook and. It looks exciting. We've never met him before. We've done the first podcast with him. I can't remember when it was. Now back, maybe August last year. But since then, I'd say we've become quite close. Become mates with him. Cry. And this is definitely the happiest I've seen him. Definitely the most relaxed as well. Yeah, it's a good one. Really good episode. Oh, and we also we don't say the name of the restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think we say the whole the whole thing. We don't no. say the name. I think of the we restaurant. even talk about the name of the restaurant, but don't actually, don't actually say, say it. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, it's six seventy grams. Just in the custard factory next to Roberto's used to be. T- what do it used to be called? Clink. Clink. Yeah. Clink. Yeah. Next clink, door yeah. to that, so you, you can't miss it. Roberto's worth a shout out as well. Yeah, that. Yeah, really that was really nice. Nice, nice dude. Yeah. Yeah, really good fella. Good music. Yeah. <laughs> no, it was good. The whole uh, episode was great. As we said, we we did record it our studio is not open yet after all this covid stuff so we we have to kind of record wherever we can and obviously 670 at the time is still a building site so we recorded outside in the custard factory outside this bar so there is a bit of background noise and yeah, you can hear digbeth in the background which i think is quite nice anyway. hear me drinking a breakfast stout from burning soul so nice plug for burning soul yeah you know me favorite, one of my favorite beers Especially the uh, breakfast style one, it's awesome. Yeah, so I hope you really enjoy this episode. Hope you like listening to Cray and hearing how we got this thing off the ground during one of the most uncertain periods of my lifetime, anyway, our lifetime. And uh, hope you get to book up and go and try it. I think it's booked for the next few months, but it's worth having a look on his website to see, see when you squeeze in because his food is unbelievable. Yeah, so. when the pictures start coming out on TripAdvisor and reviews start coming out and it kicks off, it's that small of restaurant with that little covers. You're not going to get a table, so get a table while you can get one. Definitely, definitely. Because when it gets takes off and it's big, you'd be waiting six months to eat there. This is your first person we've had on twice. So you're oh, really? like, uh, wow. yeah. That's so unique. And you're definitely going to be part of the Breaking Bread family now. Yeah, I'm well happy with that. Speaking of family, things have changed a little since we last spoke. Yeah, so obviously I've had a little girl a lot um, earlier than expected. Yeah. She was born in November. She was meant to be born in March. Jesus. So yeah, she's four months premature. So that was crazy time. Yeah, really. I bet it was. Yeah, it's scary, man. It's crazy because you, know you, you know in hospitals and that, you know there's always like doors and stuff. That you don't think you don't even think what's in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't realise until you're in them situations. I've walked past that door at Heartlands Hospital about a thousand times and never thought what was in there. Yeah. And there's just loads of little babies in there. There's a room with loads of little babies in there. Yeah. They were. There's a room full of babies. Yeah. So yeah, that was uh, 
that was yeah, high up now, but a shit time, but it's a lot better now. And we got through it, and it's all good. Is she so good now? Yeah, she's fine. Yeah, uh, touch wood. She got the all clear. So obviously, we still have to have like checks and stuff like that. But um, for now, she's just a normal baby. That's a bit smaller than she should be at the minute. <laughs> but yeah, she'll, it, she'll get there. She'll catch up. Man. She'll get there. Yeah, they always do. My exactly. brother did. He was born when my brother was born. He was um, two pound or something. Oh like really? Yeah. Like kilos. So yeah, 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 yeah. I was. Um, he's massive now. He's like six. I was born three pound twelve. I was. Jeez. But I wasn't um, premature. I started feeding off my mum's placenta, and no one knew. So I, I was fully developed. Yeah. But just really skinny. Jesus. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. yeah. Can't say I know what that feels like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I come back. Neither do I after lockdown. <laughs> How far along with the this restaurant were you when? Uh, I, to be fair, I wasn't. I wasn't even. Had nothing to do with this restaurant then, and I think what happened was, you know, I was dos- I've been dossing about really since I've left the man beyond the curtain, not knowing what I want to do and not and just not really having the balls really yeah. to, to do it myself in a sense of, you know, looking for backers and stuff like that, and then just thought like, and I went to the. I shouldn't probably say this on here, but I'm gonna. I went to a restaurant in London. I won't say the restaurant. I did like a night there, and uh, his backer was there, and like he just like kept getting up and like grabbing grabbing wine and like saying, "Oh, can we get some more of that food and that?" And he was like busy. Yeah. And I was like, "Fuck that! I don't want that." <laughs> do you know what I mean? Just yeah, do it myself. So obviously, I found this little place which didn't have anything in there, no kitchen. Used to be a cake shop, and. Uh, I don't know. I just loved. I, I always, I've always liked Digba, even when I was really young. I used to like yeah. go to raves there when I was a kid, <laughs> yeah. and I always thought it was cool. And uh, reminds me a little bit of Hackney, you know. You know when you go to Hackney, in yeah, London. I know exactly what you mean. Yeah. And obviously, I just thought, I thought there's nothing around here like that. Like you've got Digba Dining Club and Breaking Brick and stuff like that, but they're more like you know, snacky, like dirty sort of. You know, indulgent food. Bird, there's yeah, there's yeah. no restaurant around here that's like fine dining in this area, and I thought it'd be a good niche to tie everything together. Where it's got everything now. When you think of Digbeth, it's got everything you want, like wine shops. Shout out to Roberts Bar where we're sat now. Yeah, um, nice, nice, nice beer place. And then yeah, just hopefully, fingers crossed, I'm I'm the missing bit of the key. It's a so good yeah. fit because I think it would take a certain type of personality to open a fine dining restaurant in Digbeth, you know, if you know what I mean. Yeah, I it do. It couldn't be like a traditional stuffy, you have to wear a suit jacket. Exactly. That's not going to work. No, no. And I don't want it to be like that. So it is a fine dining restaurant, but, you know, it's going to, I genuinely believe it will be the most relaxed fine dining restaurant. And I don't mean that in a negative way where no one gives a shit. Yeah. I mean it in a way of like, you know, it's just going to be chilled. And it's more like, you know, because it's so small, it's almost like coming to mine for dinner. Yeah. In the sense of, I've picked the wine. Like, the the wine list is handwritten, so we can change the wine whenever we want. Yeah. Or if the wine supplier hasn't got it, we can swap it. The food is the same. As soon as I get bored of seeing a plate of food, it's just coming off the menu that day and it's yeah. going to be replaced with somewhere else. So it's literally everything in there is what I want to do. So it's it's more. I feel like it's more personal than it's as personal as it can be, as a restaurant to me. Yeah. And was this all on purpose? Like, were you purposely looking for a small place? 
No, I wasn't. I wasn't purposely looking for anything. Basically, I, I knew when Stony was born and that. I thought I need to like pull my finger out here and stop fucking about. Basically, with like, you know, these places where I'm, I was literally just tossing it off for like the whole whole year. And I weren't looking for anything small or big. I, I wrote. A, I did a business plan, and it it was for forty covers. The business plan. Uh, I never had a premises. I didn't even look at a premises. I just did the business plan, thought of the name, put it together with what I'd want it to look like, what food I'd want to do, and uh, presented that. And then obviously went to the bank. Then luckily it was just before COVID, so <laughs> everything was sweet. Um, and then obviously sold my car. And then I literally... I don't know how it worked. I drove past here in my car and I just seen that it was empty. And then I came in and spoke to Robert, Roberto, sorry. And um, I asked him what the crack was with it. And then he gave me the landlord's number and I couldn't get hold of the landlord for about six weeks, man. And then, yeah, seen it, went in there with Sasha. Still hadn't said, the bank hadn't said yes at this point. It was just like a bit of a dream, like all of it. I was just, I just, I knew in my head that I was gonna, it was going to happen, do you know what I mean? It's a weird thing. Seen the landlord, then obviously, I don't know. The thing is with me, unless I'm cooking food, I ain't got I ain't got a business brain really, do you know what I mean? It's just like cook some food, do the GP for the food, and, and that's about it. So I don't know it worked. She said, I've got to get a solicitor. I was like, great. <laughs> Four grand later. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and then obviously just decided... That, that was the perfect place for me and I didn't with lockdown as well everything you just got a lot more time to think haven't you and it's like what do I actually want and you know when I look at restaurants that I like it's like Enesia and places like that and even like restaurants that do 50 covers but the restaurants that do 50 covers that I've got 50 members of staff do you know what I mean so it's like two to one that's the places that I like but obviously I can't afford to have 50 staff off a little bank loan yeah <laughs> So, yeah, and also I wanted it to be um, exclusive in a sense of hopefully eventually you can't get a table for ages and you're waiting and I know that's a bit shit, but yeah, I wanted I was gonna, to... I was one of them questions. I was like, was, how many is 16 covers, is it? Yeah, 16 covers. So, like, yeah, it's going to be, if it does take off and it's popular, which I'm sure it will be. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be a nightmare. Well, well we've sold out. Like, every weekend is, is sold. Like, we have... a a few tables left on like Wednesdays in October Jeez. so like but we didn't expect that at all I just thought like you know if I just get the weekends full because yeah. to be fair I didn't want to be full at first because I've never done done it before yeah. you know I wanted to do 10 on the opening night and then do you know what I mean and just work my way into it but it hasn't worked out like that like August I'm full so I've fucked it basically <laughs> so if you're coming in, in August way, stay on <laughs> yeah so what's the concept for it? How many courses? So it's um, it's ten course tasting menu, sixty pound a head, which is um, very reasonable. Like yeah, so so this is cheap, yeah, but I've done it on purpose because I'm sick of like people in our industry can't afford to go out and eat, or even people at college. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah, I take it, I said it on the first podcast when I went to the Fat Duck when I was seventeen, and like I lent money off my nan. And like I didn't have a glass of wine, like it shouldn't be like that. There's a reason why we don't have enough chefs or enough waiters in this country, and it's because that like there's it's too expensive to go out and eat. Like none of my friends have ever come and eaten at any restaurant I've worked in. Yeah. 
because they don't understand logically. I can't pay for, even if they want to pay five hundred pound for a meal. They don't want to pay five hundred pound for a yeah, meal. A do, do you know what I mean? But until until you go there, and you go to one that's not five hundred pound, oh, I quite like this. I go to another one that is five. You know, there's no getting into it for anyone because the bracket's so high at first. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, we've so. got friends like, and we say, or we bet like, um, Pinals or somewhere top end, and they're like, I couldn't justify spending that much money, but they don't understand. They were a lot of the time, like uh, one of our friends has said to us, "Well, why could I do that when I can go on holiday, Nando's or somewhere, yeah. and get full for like thirty? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, but, but they don't understand the work that goes course, in it, the yeah. ingredients. Like, but you're only in but, Nando's for like forty minutes yeah, to an hour. So I'm not, I'm not yeah, saying that them places are too expensive, because their rent's different to mine, their staff yeah, bills yeah. different to mine, their, you know, their established restaurants yeah. as well. Do you know what I mean? I'm just saying that I can do that yeah. at this moment in time, and that's what I want to do. I don't want to. I'm not saying anyone's ripping anyone off, but no, no. you know, I'm not established at all. Yeah. So I can't charge you 120 pounds to come and eat, because no one's going to come. I don't think you'd want to do. I no, I don't want to. Yeah, like, I don't. If you really wanted to, I know you said you had that experience with the backer down in London, but yeah. if you really wanted to, you could go and find backers. You could say, listen, I was on, I've got a bit of a uh, following on social media. I've been on the telly. Yeah. Back me for this 120 cover restaurant. Yeah, of course. Someone would, someone would give you yeah. the money for it. Yeah. They, they would, yeah, but then again, you're still working for someone. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. I don't you're think not, you'd be comfortable with that. No, I'm, I'm not. I'm, I'm genuinely, I'm a bit of a baby, like, unless I get my own way. That's why, like, since the man, like, the man behind the curtain was different, I got my own way, and it's the best place I've ever worked in my life. And then leaving there, you think that other places are going to be like that, and other places are going to give, you, are going to believe in you as much as that as well. Yeah, really. But they don't. They just want you to do like this and that, and like, I don't want to do this and that. I want to put sweetbreads in a school head. That's what <laughs> I want to do. Like, hey, I want you to. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's me. I want to. And yeah. I don't want to lower myself to standards where I've been before. I'd rather just set the punt on it and see what happens. And hopefully it's good what happens, yeah. Is it just the 10 courses then? There's no smaller menus? Or... No, so it's just 10, course, just 10 courses. Um, we, we cater for um, dietaries, but we don't. We only cater for allergies, sorry, not dietaries. So yeah, yeah, yeah. no vegetarians. No, you know, unless it's religious beliefs or you have an allergy to it, we cater for it because, like I said, it, it's like coming to my house. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, if you yeah, come yeah. to my house and you say I don't eat fish, I don't care, and you're not eating, so it's yeah. <laughs> it's the same. Like, okay, mate, well I've, well, I've cooked the sea bass, so you can just have the veg. You know what I mean? And also, I think I also think with that is if if you two came out and eat and you're a vegetarian and he's not, how do I charge you the same price as him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And also. I can get someone that will pay that price to eat meat, so it just works out like that. And I don't want to do loads, loads of different menus and replace the beef for a salt-baked salaria. Yeah. I don't even like salt-baked salaria. You haven't got the covers for that kind of options. Like no, no. It's like what you see is what you get there. So there's three whites uh, wines on the menu, two rosés, three reds, three cocktails, and one beer. And that's it. The price was quite accessible as well for the wines and stuff. Yeah, so uh, with the wine, the way that I've done it is, I've I've chosen all the wines myself. Like I'm not a sommelier or anything like that. But yeah. like I said, it's the same. It's like coming to my house. Like it's what wine I would have 
in my fridge at home. And what I've tried to do is, you know, when you go to a restaurant and they give you the wine list and it's massive, man. It's like a newspaper. And you're like, what am I going to do with that? Yeah. Like, (laughs) I've made sure that whatever wine you pick off that list, well, hopefully, you're going to like it and it's going to go well with the food. So there's not this massive menu where you can, like, you know, pick a, like, a, a 1960 Bordeaux that just doesn't make any sense you just got it there because it's cool yeah, it's literally yeah, yeah. these are the wines the price point of the wines is uh seven pound for a glass 42 pound for a bottle so you we're not doing a wine pairing it's by the glass or the bottle but to be fair if you can pick your own wine pairing you can have four glasses yeah, but, of wine yeah, five, yeah, do you know what i mean ones, take man. a pick yeah so, so. The, like, it, everything kind of ties in it's that's the way you would want to do it. But also, you haven't got the room for a big wine cellar. So yeah, exactly. Yeah. Beautiful, like it yeah. all kind of comes yeah. together perfectly. Like. Exactly. So, and that's, it, it's not just, it's not just room though. It's like, I, I wouldn't want a massive wine list. Yeah, and yeah, like, yeah, it's all perfect. Yeah, it's so all perfect. I mean, it sounds like you're time. not after the type of person's coming and eat there anyway, that's expecting this fucking giant wine menu that's got, no, and like half of it's over a, no, but if they are, like, we still have, like, great wines on the menu. They're not, like, shit wines. Like, we've, we've got Krug Vancouver on there for £180 a bottle. If you can tell me any restaurant in the country that sells Krug Vancouver at that price, I don't know. But the reason, but again, it's not because they're too expensive. It's because they have to sell it for that at, at, because their rent's higher, their yeah, staff yeah, bills yeah, higher, yeah, yeah, yeah. their restaurant bills are higher. Whereas me, it's not like that at the moment, so. No, it's exactly. It's a totally different thing. But I want everyone. To, I want everyone to drink Krug Vancouver because it's better. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I want everyone to be like, I've just had the best champagne in the world, and it was twenty eight pound a glass, and I'm so happy with it. It's awesome. I can't wait to try that one. How much did you say you're selling it for? One hundred and eight pound a bottle. Like Weatherspoons is selling like Moe for like 100 quid, so that's not bad. Like. Yeah, exactly. Like, but then but it, then again, but it comes back to that again. Like, how do you expect to get sommeliers in the country if they if when they go and get a, if they want a glass of Krug Vancouver and they're working in a restaurant and they're getting paid 18 grand a year, which is acceptable, I'm not saying it's not acceptable as a junior sommelier then how are they going to try that wine unless they're trying it at work? But how are they going to try it in an experience? So how yeah. do you expect them yeah, to get yeah, into yeah. wine? Do you know what I mean? They should like Sona and get sponsored by them. Yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> Sona was a lucky jammy side. Like, so. Bro, he just gets wine thrown at him yeah. wherever he goes. Of course he does. You know what? We were talking about how professional we are as podcasters though before we started. And we're... We? We're Me about, and you. We're about 20 minutes in and we haven't even mentioned the name of the restaurant. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So okay. the name of the restaurant is... So, yeah, the name of the restaurant is obviously... Um, trying to come up with names is really difficult. Like, I, would, I never wanted, like, my own name or anything yeah. like that. Christ. Yeah. yeah. I always planned to call my restaurant Nazines, you know, when I was younger. Did you call it what, sorry? Nazines. Because I'm in love with Prince Nazim Hamid. Like, he's my <laughs> hero. <laughs> and I always thought I would have, like, um, a fine dining, like, like Indian takeaway, but you know I'm not actor, so I leave that to him. <laughs> 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 so, so um, yeah, basically, I was just jo- I was just thinking with my girlfriend of like names and stuff, and I could have called it like Stonies or something like that. But then, 
you know, the weight just popped out. So, yeah, it's literally the weight of my daughter when she was born is, is the name. So, yeah. Name, it yeah, also yeah. sounds like a lot of drugs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I told somebody yeah. at work about it, opened up, and they were like, is that the weight of the drugs? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is that the weight of the drugs in Digbeth or what? Yeah, I seen the name, I was like, yeah. This yeah. Could be a good plan. <laughs> <laughs> definitely go in there. Bring your credit card. Nah, straight away, I noticed it, and I was like, that. I know what that is. That's yeah, yeah. yeah. It's so personal for a restaurant that's going to be so personal anyway. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he's a good name as well. Yeah, it makes yeah, sense. Yeah, he's, yeah, I like it. Yeah, and the interior, the interior is just completely different to anything else. Like, obviously, we just had a quick nose in, it's still built inside. Yeah, yeah. But you, the toilet's done. It's yeah, the toilet's far the done. the most unique toilet I've yeah, ever seen. So, yeah, so, um, basically, the, let's start with the music first. So, you know, when you go to a restaurant and they've got some shit playlist on. Yeah, yeah. And Adele comes on, and you know like, what the fuck am I doing here? <laughs> yeah, it's none of that. Yeah, it's none of that. Yeah, it's gonna be like um, hip-hop-based music, and then obviously just music that means something to me, rather than just so you know I've got my own playlist rather than yeah. picking a playlist off Spotify. I think what, like, everything about this restaurant is thought about, from the music to the bathroom, to the napkins, to the tables everything in there is how I want it to be which don't is really DJ? unique sorry do you, do you DJ? no nah, I don't DJ oh, mate DJ? no I look like a DJ don't I don't know did it take you long to put your playlist together nah it's mate Spotify, yeah it's on Spotify yeah, yeah but now it's um just literally what I listen to yeah. do you know what I mean and I didn't want it to be you know boring you've got to listen to it all day exactly <laughs> and like you know not everyone's gonna like it, no. But you know, not. It's, it, I'm not saying it's for everyone. It's an experience, you know what I mean. And if you like it, you like it. If you don't, you don't. But you know, it's part of what we're trying to do. We're we're trying to like, basically, get young people involved in food, and you know, that starts with music. If I, yeah. if I've got fucking Adal on, <laughs> shit, ain't it? Like, yeah, that was good. By the way, sorry, but yeah, you know, it's yeah. It's not so, eating food, is it? No, man. It's for like, <laughs> you know, if you're 24. That's the sort of music that you want to listen to, I yeah. think. And like, you know, I want, I want it, I want eventually, I want it to be full of. I'm not saying if you can't come if you're 60, because yeah. you definitely can, and you're more than welcome. But you know, it's for it's for a younger generation to get into food, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like another doorway for people to sort exactly, of enjoy yeah. stuff like this. Yeah, yeah. Sort of different fine dining. Yeah, so I wouldn't. I'd say it's fine dining because you know, it is a tasty menu, and the food obviously has to be the star of the show and it will be but you know it, it, it's going to be i believe it'll be different to any fine dining in in this city and i'm not saying that's in a better way just in a different way so you know i think it's going to be more fun do you know what i mean that's what you want, isn't it? yeah i want it to be fun i want i don't want like you know any stuffiness and people standing there with their hands behind the back and talking about the wine for 20 minutes i want them to drop the bottle of wine say it's really nice you know drink it <laughs> do you know what i mean yeah, yeah, just yeah. relax like that yeah mm. yeah we're booked in booked straight away man can't wait i know you said you didn't have any kind of like not attachment i don't know what the right word is you said that if the dishes you're getting fed up of it you drop it but yeah you, so have you got any kind of dishes that you love get the menu you're looking forward to everyone trying that oh yeah i'm looking forward to them trying um my pre-dessert you know so it's um uh, ginger sponge 
with uh, jasmine rice custard plums cooked i shouldn't tell you because you're coming to eat spoil him. <laughs> um plums cooked in soy sauce yeah uh, it's really nice actually yeah i'm really happy plums with cooked it in soy sauce. yeah so you know because obviously the the desserts obviously desserts are sweet so i cook them in soy obviously it just brings a saltiness to it yeah, yeah, yeah. i just did it at home and it was all right yeah so i liked it yeah so yeah i think all the food i think you know Obviously, everything's going to evolve and stuff like that, but I think it's definitely this place, since I've come home, it's definitely like my food. Do you know what I mean? So, you know, there's no vegetables, really. Like, <laughs> I'm sold. You know what I mean? Like, nah, but you know when you go to places and, you know, you've got white asparagus with hollandaise and you're like, oh, my God, I don't, why do you want it? You don't want to eat that. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> I don't. Like, if I'm paying 60 quid, yeah, I want, I want it to be Moorish food and I want... I want to be like, I want that again, rather yeah, than yeah. Nordic shit. That's a bit rude, isn't it? But you, you know what I mean, don't you? Like it's a radish, a radish, a radish cooked five ways. Like, yeah, yeah. Nah, it's not no good. thanks, yeah. Just give me a bowl of sweetbreads that tastes like chicken nuggets. Yeah, exactly. Miles better. Miles better. We kind of got off track with it. I'd asked you about the interior, and then we started. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah. So. Uh, so the interior is quite um, obviously I've tried to tie it in with like what's going around Digba but not make it too much Digba yeah because yeah, yeah. obviously I want it to be a step up from what's going on around here that's no disrespect I just mean like it is a fine dining restaurant still uh, so yeah interior we've got uh, black uh, leather tables so it's been coated in leather uh, gooby chairs uh, there's four bar stools upstairs where you can sit on the kitchen table uh, and then it's going to be quite dark in there, so black ceilings, grey walls, massive picture of Aesop Rocky on the wall with gold leopard print painted all over him. Uh, yeah, graffiti going up all the walls. So, yeah. Like local artists to get involved. So, it? basically, when I was at La Mariposa, someone came to eat called Ollie, and uh, he's a tattooist, yeah. and he was just asking me, like, um, I just got speaking to him and that, and he'd done my tattoo on my arm, and uh, he said he'll do the art for me. So, but it's the same. It's the same with like. So with the pictures that are online, that they're just um, guidelines of what it's yeah. going to look like. It's not actually apart from the ASAP. It's going to look like that. Yeah. But it's the same. Like I've given freedom to say, mate, do what you want, because it's the same. You know, when some someone tells me, oh, can you like, can you cook this halibut dish? I'm like, no, nah, I don't even, I don't want to cook halibut now because you just told me to. <laughs> so it's the same, it must be the same with him with art. If I said, oh, can you just put me a little picture there? He'd be like, no. And that's refreshing for him. Yeah. Say so you were the same with um, 2Gs doing the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just said to them, what What did you do? Just give them like a few... Well, I think, I think they, think they half know. Like we had a few meetings and stuff like that. And I think they just obviously know know me and know what i'd want really and obviously they did a good job on on the design and stuff like that and obviously we both we all had input in that and yeah yeah but yeah it's just a small nice cheap place so like obviously it's unavoidable at the moment the whole covid aspect yeah you all set up for like diners gonna come in they're gonna what sort of precautions have been taken there. yeah so basically it's obviously no no one knows the precautions really you just have to go <laughs> yeah, with what, what you it's think so is necessary yeah, do you know yeah, what i mean yeah. so yeah there'll be a hand sanitizer outside then you'll all have your own hand sanitizers on the table 
hand sanitizer in and outside the bathroom and more and obviously the tables are two meters apart but other than that i don't really know what what i can do you either want to come and eat out or you don't no, no, we <laughs> well you haven't got a menu yeah so just got one it's yeah so the, yeah the menu the menus are obviously handwritten every day so i handwrite them just before service every day of what i want what, what what's on the menu that day same with the wine so that's yeah. a just a disposable menu it's your menu at the end of the night so yeah. Yeah, I've it got. Doesn't get passed on to another table after that. So no, so it'll be on the table when you arrive, and then no one will touch it, yeah. apart from you, and you can take it home. But I don't want to be writing loads, so there might just be one for each table. One <laughs> 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 each. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I've got paper, disposable napkins, uh, stuff like that. So yeah, but basically, it's new for me. It's new for everyone. Yeah, I'm just yeah. obviously I spoke to people in the industry and what they're doing and. You know, I think, you know, customers also have to take a little bit of responsibility as well in a sense of, you know, we can be as safe as we want to be, but you've also got yeah, got that. Yeah. You've got to do that as well. Yeah. Otherwise, we're back to square one, aren't we? So yeah. as long as everyone washes their hands and stays two metres apart, theoretically, the world should be fine. But yeah, yeah, it should be. <laughs> Stop going to beaches. It's obviously unavoidable. And we don't want to dwell on COVID too yeah. much. But fair, like, when did you like sign the contract on the building or for the Yeah, so stuff? basically, I should have been open in June. Yeah. But obviously, because of COVID, obviously, it slowed it down with the solicitors and builders and stuff like that. And also, I think like I, I was always still going to open it, but yeah. I, like the builders and the landlord. I think they was a bit worried that, you know, I might just pull out of it and just yeah, fuck yeah. it off. But no, we didn't. It just slowed everything down, really. But, you know, it's... Did you agree to yeah, rent agreed. before COVID hit and everything? Like, yeah, what, I'd agree. February or something? I don't even know when it was now, mate. It's all blurred. But, um... <laughs> don't ask the government because they've changed it. They've gone back a week, haven't they? No, I'm asking yeah. when lockdown was. I'm just saying, like, when did, when did you um, uh, decide? Yeah, like, so it was, it, was, it was just before lockdown. Yeah. So that was when... You know, we got the lease and stuff like that. We got the kit, we got the keys, and then, but then obviously there was new measurements put in place for actually leasing stuff at that time. So, the initial contract now isn't the same contract as as before. Yeah, we've got weirdly with guidelines, probably just to get a bit more money out of you. But um, yeah. So we should have been open in June, but we wouldn't have been open in June anyway. So yeah. To be fair, it hasn't. It hasn't affected me. All it's done is basically give me a few more months, a few more weeks to make it better than it would have been in June. That's yeah. the way that I look at it. So, so yeah. ever a time during the whole kind of March, uh, April, where you thought, shit, what the fuck am I doing? I'm opening a restaurant, a new restaurant. Nah, mate, because I just thought, like, you know, people want to go out and eat, and especially me. So when I'm at home and I was like, I can't wait to eat. So I imagine everyone's thinking, thinking. Well, not everyone, but imagine half the population are. And you know, the world can't stop forever. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It has to, and it probably isn't the best time to open. But you know, bookings are flying. We're doing well, and you know, I think when is a good time to open? Do you know what I mean? It's. It, 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 I don't think it matters. I thought it was brilliant. I thought it was really refreshing when you'd see the post come up. Yeah. Oh, they're, they're just playing ahead. That's yeah, it's yeah. Like, you know, yeah, I'm happy exactly about that. Say, yeah, exactly. It's like, I don't know if it's not just, just a Birmingham thing, but just 
people been innovative, innovative, innovation, Use, using their <laughs> using their initiative and just doing stuff. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think basically, I'm glad. I know this sounds weird. I'm glad about COVID to be honest, because it did give me that extra time. So there's there hasn't been a rush. So you know things have. Because I think with restaurants, especially when I worked at the Man Beyond the Curtain, like when we went downstairs, things would change all the time in the sense of, oh, we need more shelves there, we need that there, we need that there. And if it would have been open in June, it would have been like, yeah, just get it in and then get everyone in. And then, you know, you ain't, if you get full, you ain't got that time really to think, shit, should have probably put that there or that there. But we've had that time where we've, you know, things have changed. Like the bathroom weren't supposed to look like that. It was all tiled and stuff, but we tried to paint over the tiles. It didn't work, so that took us an extra week to do. Like, we would have lost that week, do you know what I mean? So, how yeah. did that come about? You just chatting to Ali and then, yeah. So, um, basically, the picture on the wall, we wasn't going to ever have a picture on the wall. I went to Ali's tattoo studio, it's really cool. It's in Bromsgrove in town centre, and his toilet's sick. It's yeah. like, uh, yeah, it's like all like graffiti, like dark graffiti. And then one wall is like wallpapered, and then he's got like a sparkly toilet seat, <laughs> and he's got like these mad copper shelves and that. And I was like, man, that bathroom's sick. Because you know, you know, one cares about the bathroom, do they? But I think if you Very have a bathroom that you remember, time, do you know what I mean? It's like, oh, that's sick. Um, so then I spoke to Wally and I said to Wally, like, with the bathroom, just do what you want. Do you know what I mean? And then we went in there, and like he said, what colour we wanted to do it. I said fine when I got in the paint and then came back we painted it paint didn't go in the tiles even though it was tile paint so then we started knocking all the tiles off the wall and then you know we could have got it replastered and he's like no it looks fucking sick like that so we just glued paper glued it painted it Ollie just threw loads of tins of paint up the walls and stuff like that and then yeah back to the picture the picture is more like you know people are saying oh two gay people kissing the toilet it's not even supposed to be about that who's to say that they're gay do you know what i mean it's just it's you know it was more about like a unitedness with like you know it's a black man and a white basically saying everyone's welcome to 670 grams whether you're gay black straight it's literally that that's that's the message that the picture sends out it's not two gay blokes kissing in the toilet it's it's more of the fact of like you know just be humans, man. Yeah, it's to do with the restaurant as well. It's like be, do what you want to do, and be who you want to be. That's what that's what the picture says. Yeah. I love that idea. I think Thank you. Yeah. yeah. I'd never seen their bathroom like that. That's yeah, it's awesome. good, ain't it? Yeah. <laughs> We're gonna. Well, I'll, I'll keep that a secret when you go there. Don't I? <laughs> <laughs> keep some yeah, exactly. I know, man. You said at the start you didn't really know much about the whole business side of. Have we got somebody to help you with the business side. Now yeah, or? I've got like family that are helping me and stuff like that. But you know, I'm I'm not very intelligent when it comes to stuff like that. So it's a bit like probably the wrong word. Probably just not that interested in it. Yeah, that as well. But also, I don't care about it enough. So, in a sense of, I know how I want it to be run day to day and what stuff I want and what napkins I want and what tableware I want and everything like that but yeah. I don't care about how much tax is on that bottle of wine <laughs> yeah, do you know what I mean so exactly so yeah someone else doing that um, yeah but it was difficult because you know you, you forget a lot of things so you know you, f- you don't realise how expensive it is to licence a place yeah. and to get a personal licence and stuff like that and how long these things take to do you just think you're opening a restaurant 
go in there, put a kitchen in there, put some tables in there, and bang, you're open. It's not like that at all. It's a it's a long long process. Especially in the pandemic. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially when like the licensing staff are probably all on exactly, fire. Yeah, they don't care, mate. Oh, it's a nightmare. Yeah. So you're gonna have cocktails on the menu as well. Yeah, yeah. Right? So just free cocktails, really. Um, again, just what everything. I know I'm not a sommelier and I'm not a, a bartender, but everything's down to me. That's why it's yeah. good that it's so small. So it's you know cocktails that that I like that I want to put on that will hopefully go with the food and stuff yeah. like that. And you know it's not gonna be stupid cocktails like. Not the alchemist and that. There's no, <laughs> s- no shit smoke, shit there. smoke anywhere or stuff like that. Fucking, what's it? What they've been putting in their cocktails there? Fucking washing up liquid. Yeah, that no stuff on the top. Man. Yeah. Yeah. Not that. It's literally gonna be nice cocktails. So, and sometimes not even cocktails. So it's gonna be two different gin and tonics on there. So I'm gonna make the syrup. It's gonna be a tobacco and vanilla one, and then oh, a straw. Yeah, strawberry and basil one. Uh, and then yeah, three cocktails like a pina colada. Uh, a um, Negroni, just just stuff like that. But to be fair, I just want people to have a cocktail at the start of the meal. I don't want them. To, I want them to drink wine because you drink wine with food, it's better. Yeah, yeah. Do you yeah. know what I mean? I don't want it to be a cocktail bar. You can't just... really have like a taster menu and have loads of cocktails. Uh, exactly. Food, so yeah. basically, it's a cocktail to start, and then after that, we urge you to drink wine. But if you if you don't like wine and you want to drink cocktails all night, that's fine. But hopefully, you just go into wine. So yeah. It's not really a bar. It's just going to be free cocktails that that you want, and either champagne or a beer. So with the beer, hence where we are now, next door Roberto's bar, they do um, eight different uh, beers. Um, I don't know anything about beer to be honest. Yeah. I just I like it. And, yeah. uh, <laughs> so he changes his kegs like every two weeks, and just you know he's well into beer. Goes to like Belgium and all these vint beer vineyards and weird cool. stuff yeah cool yeah um so if you, i was just going to have uh, a can of beer on at the restaurant but now i'm just going to let you come and get a beer from here because there's no point in me having a standard beer that you can get from marks and spencer's yeah when he's got sick ones in here so yeah, you can yeah, have yeah. the beer bring it round, or we'll go and get it for you you can come in here have a look at what you want so you know and it not helps him out but you know you get sales as well and we don't have to store a load of beer that we're not really into that we've just got just for an option yeah 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 so yeah that should work out pretty well as well yeah it's gonna be awesome <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> it will i think it, um you know just gonna be somewhere cheaper than and i say cheap i don't mean it like that because that means i'm digging everyone out yeah, yeah i just yeah, mean I you know more accessible more accessible more accessible accessible for basically anyone can come and eat you know if you spend a hundred pound on a night out you can come and eat here yeah i mean you can come and eat for 60 quid and drink water if you want if you go to your local boozer after work and spend 60 70 100 quid that's what i'm that's what i mean yeah yeah it's 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 basically it's for people that watch cooking programs that can't justify spending four hundred pounds on a meal. Yeah, that's yeah. that's the ethos of the restaurant, yeah. basically. 
we're going to tell you to sum it up, but I think you've just summed it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Summed it up, man. That's <laughs> it. It's awesome. To sum it up, it's a cooking program restaurant <laughs> for people that don't want to spend more than a wanna. <laughs> I, I see Harriet sat there, though, is it? I see Harriet sat there. Nah, mate. <laughs> awesome. Oh, well, good. you got to just answer, like, yeah, straight sick. away. They're easy questions. Yeah. Don't give them too much thought. There's no maths questions, is there? Nah, nah, yeah, nah. It's, it's just about yourself. Like, this is just shit I want to know about people. Yeah. So, what's your favourite movie? Uh, Set It Off. That's why Stoney's called Stoney. His character is Set It Off. Oh, nice. Yeah. Uh, what's your favourite band? Or DJ or whatever? Uh, band. Oh, not really a band guy. DJ. Or DJ or uh, Eminem. Or artist. Eminem. What's your favourite cookbook? Uh, Alinea. What's your favourite spirit? Specifically Rum. to the bottle. Oh. Well, that's a hard question, it mate. It is hard, yeah. I'm just going to say something funny. <laughs> Frosty Jacks. <laughs> By the can. What's your favourite beer? Uh, the Earl Grey Tea at Roberto's Bar in Digba. Yeah, 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 I can imagine. Uh, what's your favourite big fast food chain? I don't do big fast food chains, but Perilic on the Coventry Road is excellent. Oh, right. For chicken, yeah. Should I'll go. Give that one a go. Uh, if you're getting takeaway, what are you normally getting? Perilic. <laughs> 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 What's uh, sort of your favourite dish that you cook at home? Actually, not me, but Sasha cooks um, smoked haddock with chorizo, red onions, chicken powder, and water, oh, and nice. potatoes, and it's really, really good. Oh, sounds good. Yeah. Really it's good. my favourite meal, actually. Nice. And where's your sort of favourite, other than Birmingham, where's your sort of best food destination that you've been to anywhere in the world? In the Copenhagen. Copenhagen. Yeah. Oh, nice. Good answers. Yeah. Really good answers. That's it. Sorted. Perfect. Thank you for your time, guys. Appreciate yeah, it. Yeah. Pleasure. Nah. I like it. I, f- I want to be like, you know, um, I want to come on all the time. <laughs> can come on my show. <laughs> not even just for myself you know just for a chat everyone yeah, like joe rogan when his mates just come yeah yeah, yeah like that's yeah. miles better ain't it yeah i love it i want to be like brenda what's his name brendan sharp. yeah brendan <laughs> sharp mate just just pop on and then eventually get my own one and put joe rogan on <laughs> cheers great thank you nice. brilliant and cheers. i can't wait cheers. Hey everyone, massive thank you for listening. We absolutely love making these episodes and bringing you the story of some of the best people in the food industry in Birmingham. As we said before, we love Birmingham and its food scene and we think it's truly special. So if you agree, do us one big favour. All you have to do is rate and review us on iTunes. It really helps promote the podcast and gets us listened to by more people and gets more people to listen to how great Birmingham is and we would really appreciate it if you could do that for us until next time thanks again for listening